Hey, good people. How we doing? How we doing? Look, it is an imperative here for us to highlight those who are taking the leap into entrepreneurship. It is not an easy one. It is not one that comes without risks and fears and worries and doubts. But for those brave individuals that do take that leap, I tip my hat to you. I have so much respect for you. I have so much love for you. I have so much support for you. Today, we have someone really special for y'all. This is Savannah Stevens. She is starting up her own business. And man, when y'all hear her story and when y'all feel her energy, it's going to be so palpable that I guarantee y'all, y'all going to want to start some of y'all own. So sit back, relax, and let's get into this episode. This is Savannah Stevens. All right. Yeah. All right. Don't be nervous. <laughs> I have, I have. I've, done, I've done so many interviews. Like I've done phone ones and like a lot of like the written magazines and stuff now. Yeah. Nothing big. Like they just send me all the questions. I just answer them. And like it seems like we sat down and talked about it. But yeah. I got to like process everything. So anyway. I love I'm, that. I'm, our combo was great earlier. You're going to kill it. You're going to kill it. <laughs> all right. Hey, good people, how we doing? I have someone really special here for you today. Watch this, watch this. And this is her, this is her idea, this is her doing, right? So you know how we're finding good times, but we got the queen of good vibes here. We got Savannah. Say what's up, Savannah. What's up, fam? I'm so, so excited to be here giving you guys all the good vibes. All the good vibes. And you know, it's so funny because, um, we connected, I guess, through uh, a couple of mutual friends. Yep. Uh, what's up, Sean? What's up, Carter? What's up, uh, uh, Dylan? Happy bladed birthday, Dylan. Right. Uh, all of that. And um, I was just like, yo, who is this person? Great energy. Like, y'all, we, we're going to talk about her brand a little bit later in the conversation. But tell them a little bit about where you're from, where you're at now, what you're doing now. Give them a little bit of an intro. Yeah, absolutely. So born and raised in New York City, uh, did the whole college thing, went to Tulane University in New Orleans, got my nine to five working in sports management, had my dream job with the NBA, and it just wasn't fulfilling. Um, I always felt like there was something missing. Um, I'm forever grateful to the NBA and had such a great experience there. Um, but at 25, I decided to quit my dream job get my certification to teach yoga um and the rest is really history um i'm certified to teach yoga for athletes and started s3 yoga um with a mission to bring yoga and goodbyes um <laughs> to millennials professional athletes and people of color that's so great. I want to ask, right, we're, we're going to get into the yoga because that's so important, especially for our community. But I want to get into first the quitting of the dream job, because I know a lot of people have that moment where they feel like they, they aren't really fulfilled at what they're doing. And they see kind of this window of opportunity in uh, what they can be doing. But there's that fear to leap. What was the your impetus that said, all right, I, I just got to take this leap? It really, for me, and it's different for everyone, right? You hear all mm -hmm. these stories about how I was making all this money and I had all this money saved and I just went to live in Thailand for a year, right? Yeah. Or you hear all these stories that just don't seem realistic. Um, for me, I had saved up maybe three months 
nothing crazy. I wasn't, I don't have a cushion to lean on or anything. Um, but it was really just like the days crying in my car during my lunch break. It was knowing deep down, like this, I wasn't living my full potential as a human being. Like, yes. I was doing great at work. On paper, things looked amazing. I was living in Miami, working for the Miami Heat at the time. Living, you would think, was like the best thing ever. And I'm forever grateful. Um, but I just knew deep down just something was off. And I'm really, really big on listening to your intuition. Um, there have been a few defining moments up until this point where I listened to my intuition. So like the more and more you do it, the more and more you'll trust it. Um, and I think that's the first step, really just listening and following your intuition. When it comes to thinking about the future and dealing with that fear, there's really two options. No matter what, it's unknown. You're either going to walk in fear or you're going to walk in faith. The two Fs, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I just took a leap of faith. Um, had no plan. I had no idea what S3, I had no logo, nothing, no business plan. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just took that leap of faith. I love the idea of choosing faith over fear. I love the idea of, of just, just doing it until you trust that you can do it, right? So, and I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but um, especially in our era, yoga wasn't as um, visible in our community as it is right now, right? So how do you go, and I know you're in sports management, but how do you go from sports management to yoga, right? Something that's not as prevalent in our community. Yeah, so I was first introduced to yoga. I was studying abroad um, in Australia and my girls were like, let's, from Australia, we went to Bali for spring break. So yeah. Bali, that, I know it sounds super far, but once you're in Australia, that's like a, that's like a trip to Miami, right? Mm. Um, so it was just a short flight and we were going to like party, spring break, beach, um, again, I'm a strong believer in the universe. My plane ticket, I got the wrong date. So all my friends left. I still had another week. I didn't get my return flight for an extra week. So I was just, it was cheaper for me to just stay than to change my flight. So anyway, I say that to say, I randomly came across yoga. Um, I was in Bali by myself for a week and I was like, let me go inland. Um, that's where people were talking about like some spiritual paths. The yoga was really big there. So that was my first introduction to yoga. Came back to the States after graduated, got my job and everything. But yoga was something that always stuck with me. Um, I was looking back at my journal and I had written, oh my gosh, I just found yoga. I feel like it's the missing piece to the mind, body, and spirit. It connects all three of them. Um, so whether you're an athlete, whether you're a corporate executive, Mm -hmm. No, no matter whether you're a stay-at-home mom, no matter what walk of life you're in, you yoga unlocks that full potential. So, like whatever you're doing, so that was really what stuck with me. Um, in terms of bringing it to my community, it was really just a natural transition in that sense. So I was always practicing it on my own. I learned yoga in a very traditional way so I after Bali I went to an Indian ashram no music in the classes they're speaking in Sanskrit very very traditional I'm living in a tent meditating for an hour every day um, so again I come back 
And I'm like, okay, how do I take these teachings and just all I'm doing is translating it. So mm-hmm. I'll play Drake in future in my classes, but I'll just take the words out, have that beat to still bring you back to that present moment and teach those values of mind, body, and spirit that you learn in yoga. Um, yeah, so I'm really just translating it. Um, I love it. How does it, for, for the people who don't know, right? And, and I know that yoga is becoming increasingly uh, popular if it hasn't, you know, been popular for a while. But for a lot of us, it, it, it's still a little bit of mystery to it. So, yeah, exactly. Um, I, I want to know what the real connection is between the physicality and the spirituality, because uh, of course you come from that physical world, that world of physical healing. Uh, how does it connect to spiritual healing? That's a great question. So for me, again, I can only really speak from my experience. There's something about just sitting down on the yoga mat before a class, just coming to your breath that allows you to be wholeheartedly present so from a spiritual standpoint i always say like yoga doesn't is not religious like you'll hear a thing some of the sanskrit um chanting or like uh phrases because it's rooted in india that's where it started however you can be christian you can be jewish you could not believe in a right it just allows you to connect with yourself and i think that in and of itself is a spiritual practice how do you find um that people initially respond because i know that there are different levels of of intensity right when you're fresh uh into a a new client right what's the initial response is it something that they feel like they have to work harder at, or is it something that's just an immediate release and cathartic experience? What, what can people expect if they're signing up for the first time? Man, I wish I had a dollar for every time someone said, <laughs> I can't do yoga, I'm not flexible. No, duh, of course you're not, right? You get the flexibility from doing yoga. Um, so I get that a lot. Um, I always hear so many stories it's difficult with yoga because you can go to a class at a studio, obviously not now with COVID, but it could be, you may not like the teacher. You may not like this. There's a million different styles of yoga. So there's so many different factors. Um, so you can go to a class and be like, I hate yoga, but really it's all about just experimenting. I think now with um, the online world being way more prominent now um, with when in terms of like yoga and gym workouts and stuff, I really encourage people to just try different styles, different teachers. Um, so yeah, that's what I would say. I, it's actually a pro, not. I first I was surprised. A lot of the athletes I work with, I thought they just like wouldn't be able to touch their toes. They're like six five, whatever, super <laughs> tall, strong. They're way more flexible um, mm. uh, than I, I initially thought. I have um, a player from the 49ers in. He was doing down dogs, <laughs> all this stuff. I'm like, okay. I was really surprised. <laughs> so I think that a lot of times people who have made the leap uh, from quote unquote dream jobs or, or, or jobs that 
are career-based, right? Career trajectory jobs. People who are able to make that leap have uh, an easier time uh, dealing with the ups and downs of entrepreneurship because you're already, like you said, you're, you're doing and, and learning how to trust yourself, right? So I want to know a little bit about your journey into entrepreneurship because you have an amazing uh, budding business. Uh, tell us a little bit about the business and a little bit about your experiences with entrepreneurship. Yeah, absolutely. So I think, so with S3 Yoga, our business is twofold. Um, one, we work one-on-one -on -one with athletes, with any, really anyone who just wants one-on-one -on -one attention, whether you're one person, whether you're a couple, a group of friends. Um, so we do that. And then the second uh, offering we have are like our, what we, I like to call our sit, stretch, sweat. So we do um, happy hour yoga flows. Um, mm -hmm. Before pre-COVID, we would activate at different hotels, bars, places where you don't traditionally do yoga um and just I love doing the happy hour yoga because it just gets people to the mat I always say yoga is not that serious I think it's a, a lot of times so intimidating um so it's really in my classes I work with a lot of people who haven't done yoga for the first time um so yeah that's the business in terms of my journey to even starting S3 I would say once you leave, you said people like me who have the nine to five, that it was actually hard um, at really? the beginning because I'm so used to going to work every day. All right, this is what's happening this week. I do X, Y, and Z, and this is going to happen. Um, so really dealing with that, uh, like I had no clue. Yeah. Like, that was really hard. But one thing I learned early from this process is like the more you take the clearer the more clear the path gets yes. so in the beginning i was you know i i give you i'm not gonna lie that first day my first day after i quit i was literally in bed depressed sad no like no clue but i realized I just do one little thing each day just a little bit and then more and more you just build momentum yeah um so I really, did I answer your question? It does, it does. Um, and I love the idea. Yeah, I love the idea of just taking action. I love the idea of being able to admit that we don't know, right? I know a lot of people who rush into uh, spaces and rush into careers and rush into business decisions without knowing the necessary things without doing the necessary things, right? It costs what it costs. I want to talk a little bit about um, the cost of it all, right? Because I feel like um, we pay a lot of the cost um, before we actually get to the, before we get to the field, right? Like your athlete, the athletes that you work with, right? They pay the cost of the championship when they're at the gym alone, right? When they're at the gym at home. So talk to us a little bit about uh, your path towards towards good vibes, right? In, in the scope of how did you deal with uh, negativity or, or doubt or fear or worry before and how do you deal with it now? So before, I had a very unhealthy relationship 
right? So I was, when it came to self-doubt and fear, I would just push it down, right? So not in a good way. So like whether that's just muting the noise, hanging out with friends, going out for drinks, I will, eating bad foods, all of these things that just, I knew deep down weren't going to serve me, but like I just didn't know any other way. Um, now it's being in the health and wellness industry, I'm not going to lie, definitely helps. But honestly, every single day, even now where I like, I have a very defined business and path and like, I know queen of good vibes, all this brand, like all these things that I have a very, I'm very confident in those things. Every single morning I have, I literally have my list. I call it the good vibes uh, to-do list. So yeah. each and every day I have to do all of these things to, to know, to ensure that I'm going to be my best self and have a great day. Um, so whether that's putting on my meditation music, just in the background while I'm first waking up, whether that's listening to a podcast on my run. So I'm feeling my mind, having that motivation while I am achieving something, going for that run. I do, I commit to three miles every single day, whether I walk it and it takes me an hour versus whether it takes me 25 minutes sprinting, doesn't matter. But I know I'm, achieve, I'm running three miles every day. Another bullet list I have is like, just do one thing I should do list. One thing you've been putting off, right? So I just have, it's gotten to the point now, what I love about entrepreneurship is it goes hand in hand your business journey with your personal life journey, right? So I'm able to now manage both of those in a healthy way where I'm becoming the best version of myself and in turn, my business is doing well. That's so dope. What does it, what did it take you to get to the lifestyle, right? Because we, we, people with diets or people with um, entrepreneurial aspects or, or even just spiritual aspects in general, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes people do it for a week and then they won't do it yeah. for another two weeks or sometimes I'm people will. <laughs> how do you, how do you get to a lifestyle right or what do you tell your clients how do they get to a lifestyle of not only yoga but of good vibes yeah so i i hate when people even like the cliche it's not yoga it's life i literally have that on my website but it's true right so it's not about i'm gonna do yoga every single day for a week or mm. like a month or forever right like that's not realistic um so i think it's it's just number one just like coming from a place of gratitude because if you don't love your body as it is right now whether you think you're 50 pounds overweight or whether you want that six pack doesn't matter if you're not coming from a place of loving yourself and your body as it is now although it may you may not look the way society makes you think to you want to look aesthetically uh, think about all the amazing things your body does for you right so whether it's your heart beating your lungs being able to run. So like a lot of the mornings where I don't feel like running, I'm like, wow, I have a working body that can run. Like how, what a blessing that is. So that's number one, really just loving yourself as you are in this very moment. Otherwise, why are you going to want to take care of it? Right? So I think that's number one. Um, another thing that's been really helpful for me, cause I'm not like, I'll go, I do the whole, I do this all the time. I'm going to do, Nike master training workout every single day forever. Like that's just not realistic. So I think being patient with yourself, I struggle with this every single day. Um, I, 
I do want to make the point as we go through this interview. It's like, I don't, I'm not coming from a place of like, I figured it out. I'm this health and wellness yoga person. Cause I'm not like, I still struggle every single day. But yeah. the one thing I would say that's really helped me is like, all right, next play, next play. I ate my, I ate a cheeseburger today. Oh damn. All right. Some green juice for dessert. Like whatever it is, like you just can't like when Kobe Bryant misses a layup, like he's not sitting there under the rim. Like, damn. Yeah. Next play. So I think not being too hard on yourself and then being patient with the journey. Like I personally wanted a six pack already. I don't, I'm a yoga teacher doing yoga and I still don't have it. Right. So, um, yeah, <laughs> not being too hard on yourself. Being yeah. I think something I, I saw on your, um, your page, just show up every single day. I'm just showing up for myself. It looks different every day. Some mornings it's me waking up at 4 a.m. Like that's how I feel like I needed to show up for myself today. Some mornings it's I model also. So like I'll spend a whole day at a photo shoot or something. I didn't get my workout in, but I know I showed up. So yeah. defining what showing up looks like for you is really important. And you define these things of how you're going to show up once you define what your why is, what your mission is, and how you're going to get there. <laughs> yes, a thousand percent, a thousand percent. I love the next play ideology, right? You might have messed up the last one or you might have over exceeded yourself, but you have to stay current, right? Mm-hmm. A lot, and, and a lot of times we look at it like that. A lot of times we don't look at it as, uh, oh, I messed up, but a lot of times we have shot so high for ourselves on the last play that we're a little bit shoot shy for the next one. Cause it's like, Oh man, how am I going to top this one? Or you can't let your you know? highs get too high or your lows get too low. Exactly. And that's another thing I'm still dealing with. Um, I've had some really great highs and then lit- it got to the point where I now know how expected. Right. So I'll have an amazing client, right? I just booked a really great, I'm, I can't share it yet, but I'll let you guys know. Like, I just got a really great client and I'm so, so freaking hyped, right? So I get off the phone call, hype as hell, and then <laughs> literally the next day, I'm just like, yeah. Get all worked up, like, oh, I got this, and I can do this, 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 and then I get out of control, and then the low comes, right? Yeah. So, and then the low will turn into, it, for me, it used to be, it, I would go like weeks of just like sleeping a lot, eating like shit, excuse my language. Um, mm-hmm. And now I'm at like a day. So sometimes I'm like, oh, it's a down day. I call it, I have like my little terminology, like I have my good vibe list, but like I call them my down days. I'm like, oh, yeah. today's a down day. I'm still going to show up. I just, I just don't pressure myself. I'm like, all right, let me just do one thing. Let me just go for a walk. Let me just put on the eucalyptus diffusers to get the smells, the vibes. Yeah. So, yeah. That's, that's a great point too, right? Being able to adapt and, and show up in different ways based on the necessity of the day. Because a lot of times, you know, what I'm working with, what I'm working on now, point of self-work, is realizing that just because you're busy doesn't mean that you're being effective. So I always thought like, yo, like the rapper thing, right? Like, yo, we're not going to sleep tonight. We're working all the way to the morning. And then we, uh, and I then, am in bed by 8 p.m. That's the goal. That's the goal. <laughs> see, that's the thing. Not every single day. But again, it, having that foundation, like that based on, like I look at my week calendar. I'm like, okay, I love, ha- I love when they're blank because that means I can 
go back to my foundation, right? 4 a.m. wake up, 8 p.m. at night, and go through my to-do list. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I have an event this day. Oh, I have a client this day. That's cool. And then that's how I'll be showing up on those days. But having that baseline of like, yo, I go back, this is what I'm doing. Exactly. I love that. I think that uh, one of the things that I want to talk up, touch on now is this idea of, of deeper than the surface, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because you brought up a, and I never have heard it worded like this. This was really profound, actually. Uh, when you talked about having gratitude for your body and, you know, you might not be on the surface where you want to be, but think about all of the things that lie beneath and, you know, having gratitude for your heart working well or having gratitude for your, for your lungs, right? Um, I want to talk about that in relation to where you were before S3 and um, realizing that things on the surface looked a certain way to the world but didn't feel right underneath, right? Um, how do you, how, one, how do you know that, right? How do you, what, what in your spirit or your mind or your body told you these things and do you listen to it do you think that oh this is just laziness oh this is just you know a one-off thing how do you get to the point where it's like oh no i know this is the real deal yeah i think it definitely goes back to intuition and like again a lot of people maybe on the front like i always had that um my father had passed away when i was 16 Mm. We were in my, in my, I was in my parents' house. I found him, right? Oh, no. I'm in the bedroom next door, and something just told me, like I had a feeling. So I was like, "Hey, my I'm like, "Hey, can you go in the room and see Dad?" Like, okay, like I, I was too scared to go in there because I had that feel, like that intuition, right? She goes in. She's like, oh, he's sleeping. I see him on the bed. And then she comes back. And then hours pass. And I'm just like, I know something's not right. And then we found she touched Oh, wow. And yeah. So anyway, I say that to say, I always had that intuition. Um, so like that same, it's just like that inner voice. But if you don't have that, that's fine. I made the decision when I made it. It was a very off the simple fact that I wasn't happy. Like, I just didn't feel good. I didn't like the foods I was eating, but I just couldn't control it. I was still like, it was just like muscle memory, right? I was working like crazy for what? Like for the title, I was looking at my bosses, like the, the director, the VP. And I'm like, I don't want to do those things. Mm-hmm. Um, my whole thing has always been, I just want to create a life I don't need a vacation from. Um, so yeah, for me, it was just, I'm just not happy. So then I, I, I journal a lot. I definitely recommend journaling for no matter what you're doing, whether you want to quit your job, whether you're happy at your job, whatever. Mm-hmm. I would just write lists of things that like I wanted to do and not necessarily I want to start a business. I want to get a modeling contract. I want to get my yoga. Like those are again, surface things, right? Like at the, at the same time, right? But it was mm-hmm. more so like, I want to be happy. I want to be free. I want to travel the world, like things that aren't necessarily tangible, but I can create ways to get there. Uh, I think. So for me, I'm not happy. And the second decision of like my full-time job is spiritual. Always, that's my full-time job. 
Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I feel like uh, a lot of times, and again, you talked about translation, right? When you were translating uh, the music, a lot of times people get stuck in translation, right? They get stuck in, um, I call it the wilderness phase. I call it, uh, I said this, I said, we all start at zero, right? Where no one cares, absolutely no one cares, right? And then uh, when you get to that 100 level or that upper level, you're such a big target that people can hate, right? People can throw targets and people can throw darts and all that stuff, right? But I say that uh, the one, phase one through phase 99, authenticates you so that when you get to level 100, all the hate shouldn't matter to you, right? Uh, but there are people that get stuck at level 50 for a long time. People get stuck at level 12 for a long time, right? Mm -hmm. Especially entrepreneurs and people that don't uh, have that corporate life, right? Right. What do those days look like for you, right? What do those days look like when it's like, oh, I don't know? Right. So going back to like having, I'm, I'm like, I'm a Virgo, so I'm super like organized. It's gotten to the point of it's not a good day. I'm not feeling it today. It's a down day. All right. I acknowledge it. Journaling is, is like, has been life changing for me. I literally just write down what I'm feeling. I'm not feeling good because this, because this, because that. And more often than not, I just write not to like have a conclusion or anything, but I see it just allows me to objectively see, okay, these are the things that cause me. I'm worried about how many likes I got on my photo. Someone mm -hmm. didn't call me back. All these things that I realized how silly, not, yeah, it's really silly. I realized how silly they are. But going to your point of like level one to a hundred, I would argue what yoga allows you to do, what it's done for me is to be able to quiet the noise. To remember, even when you're at level one or a hundred and every single level in between, at the end of the day, something that I always, that's always rem I remind myself is just like, no one cares. Everyone is so obs obsessed with themselves and what's going on in their own life. Sure, people will talk here and there, but at the end of the day, people are focused on your own. I love the analogy of the blinders with the horse, right? Why do they put blinders on a horse so they don't waste their time yes. to what's going on the spot to the, either side of them you'll run the race much faster much more efficiently without with the blinders on so that's really what i've been doing i, I literally i don't know if you you'll on instagram sure i post my little thirst trap photos but <laughs> i also post me dancing in my pajamas like and yeah. all about, like, I, like you gotta just stay in your lane do what makes you happy. Quiet. I think that that's that's one of the things that really attracted me to your brand was the ability for you to be this um, image of pulchritude, right? This beautiful model, whatever, whatever, but also be fun and be like goofy and be laid back, right? How did did you always have that confidence, or was that a, a part of the development? Yeah, definitely part of the journey. Definitely part of the journey. Um, another bullet point on my good vibe list to do is listen to a podcast. So for me, it's a mental, it's really all mental. Um, so I think a lot, people ostracize a lot, like these motivational speakers, like this, that, and the third. 
But I was really drawn to it um, because when you think about when you're a kid growing up, right, you're automatically born into your parents' views of the world, your school, your society, your country's views of the world. So you're already shaped that way, right? So, and arguably not to your control up until you're maybe a teenager or so. Um, so for me, my look at it, the podcast really helped me because it was like I'm parenting myself all over again. Not saying that my parents didn't tell me I'm great and encourage me and enable me to, I, I wouldn't be where I am right now if it wasn't for them. But just all these things that we're taught, how to look, how to dress, how to speak, what to do with our lives. I'm reteaching myself. I'm rewiring my brain. I'm now choosing all of my teachers. So for me, it was, Gary Vaynerchuk is huge for me, for my entrepreneurial journey, for self-awareness, self-love. So I would not be doing these stupid dances on TikTok, right, if it wasn't for <laughs> Gary Vaynerchuk. Um, yeah. Oprah Super Soul Monday was really big for me in terms yes. of walking into my spiritual side and tapping into those feelings and emotions, right? Um, a third one I've been really listening to is Lewis Hose. You can put these all in the show notes. But his is the school of greatness. So whether you're an entrepreneur, just like being great, that was his whole thing. So he's interviewed everyone from Kobe to, I don't know, I want to say Bill Gates, you know what I mean? So don't hold me to that. But his whole <laughs> thing was about greatness. Um, so yeah, just you choosing my teachers and rewiring my brain um, is really big for me. But again, these things will mean nothing if you don't take action afterwards. Um, but again, every morning, I literally listen to a podcast every single morning um, just to, what are we learning today? Um, what are we learning today? Really and it's not like all of a sudden you get to this point where you don't care about what you look, how many likes you get, all this stuff. It's a daily process. Like every day, 24 hours is over. Okay, now I got to reteach myself all over again. So just being patient. Eventually, you'll, you'll build a habit, right? Um, mm -hmm. But yeah. Every single day. I always love to use my sports analogies, right? So Kobe in the gym at three in the morning. Yeah. Um, just making it like so you don't even have to think about it. Yeah. Muscle memory. Muscle. That is probably the, the, the point that I'm at right now. Mm. Building that muscle memory, right? Building the, the stamina and the discipline to put together two episodes per week and yeah. put them out and to, and you know. You start with doing one. Yeah. You start by just like, all right, I'm going to edit today. Just, I'm going to do one thing towards that video every day, right? So, exactly. And then obviously as you're walking through a day, I'm so, and, that's how I came across you though, right? Because you were just, I'm like, who is this guy? He's putting out all this content. Yeah. I love the brand, right? And it's and it's big. I think you hit on something because it's important to to know where you're at so you can know how to start. Um, the one thing that know until you start exactly because that's right. I just see it as a learning opportunity every time. All right, let me see if this works. Nope. All right, let me see if this works. Nope. Exactly. It's literally like you said. What is the next play? Yeah, next play. What is the entire next play? I want to get into, uh, quickly, I want to get into uh, how you see yoga affecting our community. Um, yeah, we talked about it uh, taking a, a surge in our community. I want to see uh, what you think about that and what role you're going to play in that. 
Yeah, absolutely. So for me, first, it's twofold. One, the second, the George Floyd phenomenon really was an eye-opener for me. Um, obviously, I knew I was Black growing up, all these things, but for, for other people, it was um, Eric Gardner. For other people, it, like there's uh, unfortunately so many points in history where people kind of just had that awakening, and we see society really had that awakening um, with George Floyd, but with that, the second that happened, all of my classes now online, I put out for free, um, so at those every Friday classes, but I'm accepting donations, all those lives, and I'm donating to Black Lives the movement. Whether yeah. it's ACLU, EJI, I've been doing my research, because again, you hear all these things, like which organization, it's an overwhelming thing, but for me, it's been very, very important to do my research, and that's my way of giving back, right? I'm not a millionaire. I, mm -hmm. like, I, I teach yoga. That's what I do. So yeah. how can I give back? So one, donating the money. Teaching yoga for a bunch of white women and having them give me money to donate to Black Lives Matter, right? <laughs> there you go. Teaching it, being awareness. Um, secondly, it naturally came to me where I'm teaching right, these athletes. It really just started with me teaching my friends how to do yoga. Um, and it's way more powerful now more than ever because in yoga we have this saying. I close my classes with this always. We say, loka samasta sukino bhavantu. It's not religious, it's Sanskrit, Sanskrit. And it means, may all beings everywhere be happy and free from suffering. And may our thoughts, words, and actions contribute to that happiness. I think the consciousness amongst the black community at large is in so much need of healing. Um, us as a collective, but then individually, like we're all dealing with this in so many different ways. Um, and I think with yoga, whether before the Black Lives Matter, maybe you've been going through this your whole life. Maybe you're like me when you're really, and it really just started now, but whatever it is you have going on in life, being able, one, it's scientifically proven to move your body, mm -hmm. stretch your body, right? To take care of your body, you're automatically going to have those endorphins. That's number one. That's science. You can look that up, right? In terms of the mind and the spirit, the purpose of yoga is to come, is the purpose of the movements of yoga is to prepare your body to sit in meditation. There's tons, I love, I always use the LeBron quote, um, he basically just says, uh, not, it's not word for word, but yoga um, is, is really not about the physical for me, it's more about the mind, the mental, being able to yeah. focus, um, quieting the noise, literally in the moment when you're meditating, but again, it's a lifestyle. Exactly. Um, so it allows you to quiet the noise and really get in tune with your emotions beyond the spiritual level, like even before you get to that spiritual level, your day-to-day -day is going to change. The way you look at things, way, the way you approach different situations is just naturally going to change. And honestly, I, I came to the whole queen of good vibes thing. It wasn't until I really went through my yoga, my spiritual journey, where I think this is a great segue in terms of talking about vibes, good vibes, vibrations, 
it's it's not it's more than just a catchy title right vibrations are a real thing what you put out into the world is and what you allow to come into your space is gonna affect you yeah how do you curate that right because uh it is one thing to have the yoga and to uh have that spiritual awareness uh in the moment but how do you how does that again translate to all right, I did yoga an hour ago, but this person at this intersection is really working my nerves and I want to get out and punch this person in the face. How does that, how do you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Practice, routine, reps, right? Muscle memory. Muscle memory, right. I love, for me, I love doing in the morning to set the tone for the day, right? So going to your example, like being in the car, something's really frustrating you. Um, with doing the yoga, the meditation, all these things, everything, whatever it is for you, I'm not even saying you have to do yoga, right? Whether that's the run, whether that's lifting weight, whatever it is, having that quiet time with yourself. Naturally, for me, it's like I'm way more calmer approaching situations, right? Um, before, I was, when I was in high school, right, I worked as a hostess, right? I'll never forget my boss, the manager, always, she's always stuck with me. She says, remember, it's just lunch and dinner. It's not life or death. So approaching situations like you mentioned, like it's not that serious, right? You have to think about the big picture. Think about life. Think about all these different things. And that allows me to approach differently. And again, and then being forgiving and compassionate with yourself if you don't. Okay, yeah, yeah I just cursed this person out. Damn. And then... <laughs> The mindfulness, the meditation allows you to then take a look at your life, take a look at these situations, and then reevaluate, make adjustments. I'm adjusting every single day, right? Yeah. So, again, don't don't be too hard on yourself. It's not that serious. We're all going to stop day. I remind myself of that every day. It's like saying, well, I'm going to die, which, which a lot of people don't like to talk about, but it makes, I almost become happy because it's freeing. I can do whatever I want. Like, I, time is short. Let me make that podcast. Let me do all these things, right? So I think it's really just about perspective, and you're not, and you're not going to change your perspective until you take action, put in the reps, and eventually... I think um, you'll get there in terms of mindset. Again, mindset is so important. Of everything that you've gotten from um, being this new good vibe person, right? Um, what is the one thing, if you could just immediately implant it to someone else, what would that one thing be? Show up. Show up for yourself. Only you can decide what that is. Um, but just show up. Yeah. Did you get that? that... No, that, that, did, did you get that from, because again, you've been working around these athletes and we know that that work ethic is crazy, right? They always got to show up. Uh, did you get that from, from the, the athletes and the coaches or, you know, was it something that you had in college or? Um, I think subconsciously, sure. So I really, the subconscious mind is real, right? So whether good or bad, um, we all have things that um, are biased. So yeah, for sure, I think seeing, 
it was it wasn't as much of course like seeing them work out every day and all this stuff was key but it was what really got me and which another reason why I like went on this journey to start my business and I'd say journey of living out my dream was seeing these NBA guys right living out their dreams it was yeah. like yeah they put in the work and it's hard it is not easy don't get it twisted but like seeing them just put on a pedestal like I'd always walk into the arena and like think about it like you have all these people just as spectators right I just didn't want to be a spectator in my life anymore so you don't need to be an NBA player or a famous person or whatever but don't be a spectator I just think it drove me crazy watching these guys or watching those hot models on Instagram whatever it was just watching other people I'm like I need to take action. So show, answer your questions. Just show up whatever that looks like. I'm, I am, I, I am, I am going to just say this right now. That has been the gem of my entire week, right? Not only this conversation, but the gem of my, don't be a spectator. Like, if I think that if people just got that in their head, it would like, yeah, just stop sitting around and do, you know, cause and I was talking to somebody earlier about this. Right. Um, and they, they put up this thing, whether you like them or not, it's not, you know, whatever, okay. either here nor there, but they put up this thing about the Kardashians okay. and put up things about, you know, women who have all these beauty shots and all of that and, you know, putting up all these, these curated pictures on the internet. And I said, look, you know what? And I know that we know this, it, mm-hmm. it, uh, it costs and it is a lot of work to build a brand. You might mm-hmm. think it's just pictures. You might think it's just whatever, but that takes work to build that brand. I, I, that's a lot to logistically go through. And uh, I said that to her uh, in saying, look, instead of, people who spend so much time aiming in the comment sections and aiming in, oh, I hate this person, or whether it's the Kardashians or whoever else doing their thing, whatever person, right? Instead of doing that, you could be refocusing. Instead of being a spectator in the, in the stands, you could be refocusing to, to excel in whatever field that you're in. You don't gotta be up here taking like these pictures you could be doing yoga or doing a podcast or being a photographer or whatever, whatever, but just get on the field that thank you so much for that. Savannah. That was whoosh, out of here. I want to ask you a couple more things. I know that you are a big, busy person. I don't want to take up too much more of your time, but I'm, I'm energized. Now. I'm pumped now. This is, I love it. Um, I want to ask you as and one of my personal mandates uh, is to always um, uplift and be there for Black women. And mm-hmm. I think it is amazing that you're a Black entrepreneur, a Black female entrepreneur. Um, can you give any advice um, when it comes to, you know, little Black girls who might not be, might be in college or might just be getting into that career that you you know, came from or a similar one, what advice do you have to them? Oh, one of my favorite um, quotes, uh, Brandon Collinsworth, he's a yoga uh, teacher, trainer. He says, I want to get it right. 
white belt mentality, black belt swag. That really stuck with me because that's really how I've been living my life. Like, I have had the audacity to, like, go up to whatever, whether it was an athlete, whether it was the VP at, my, at the NBA, whatever it was, I came up with that black belt swag, like, not being afraid, right? So be an active participant. Show up. Don't be afraid to look for mentors and teachers because that is what's going to help you get to the next level people who have not, who, who are doing what you may or may not want to do, but who are doing something that you might be interested in, go up to them, shoot them an email. You'll never, you'll be surprised with the feedback. So do not be afraid for that. Then that white belt mentality is like, all right, you're a, oh, forever a student. We always say that in yoga. I will forever be a student. Um, so I think that being humble, always willing to learn, um, always listening, just always yeah. listening. Um, so yeah, black belt, swag, white belt mentality. I think that is two things, especially when you're just starting out, and when you quote unquote make it, always have that. I, I'm, I'm holding back right now because I don't want to do two freakouts in a row. But that was another, uh, that was another gem. Another gem. That was another gem. If I if I didn't want if I didn't care about losing my cool I would I would express that more loquaciously. <laughs> but um, I, I want to ask uh, probably wrapping up. Uh, what's next? Ooh, what is next? I love that uh, question. What's not next? Um, so I'm mm. super excited with Esther Yoga. You heard it here first. Uh, we'll be launching our on demand subscription service. So yes. I'm really, really big on building community. I always say S3 Yoga is a company and community of millennials, athletes, and people of color. Um, so really just growing and strengthening my community at S3 Yoga um, and bringing value. So um, yeah, that'll be coming out in the fall. I'm really, really excited um, about that and definitely hope you guys will join our community. Yes. Uh, we have our blog, our written content. Um, it's really just, it's not just about yoga. Um, so I really encourage you to follow us. I'm always uh, looking to bring value um, mentally, physically, and spiritually. So. I'm so looking forward to that. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be first in line for that one because that is amazing. If you, sometimes uh, it doesn't translate um, after it's settled down a bit, after, you know, the, the mixing and the, and the music and all of the magic goes on into the episode or whatever. But if you can feel the palpable energy that's coming off, you know why uh, she's called the queen of good vibes because this is, it, it's a very real thing. And I feel it right now, just how the, the energy and the words and uh, the wisdom and the just, we were talking about something earlier, uh, which we'll, we'll let y'all guys know about because it is uh, something special that we have coming up. Uh, but we'll, we'll let y'all know about the little, little bit. Yeah. Yeah. We, well, we, we're going to, we're going to work on a, a good vibes, Finding Good Times collaboration, which is going to be incredible for you guys. It's going to be a blessing to you guys. But we were speaking about that 
And usually, you know, people say, oh, yeah, well, well, you know, we'll think about it. Or, yeah, we'll do it. And, yeah, get back to me, bite it, bite it, blah, all of the top, 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 top. And she was like, oh, no, just whip out your phone when, when, and let's do it right now. Let's go. What's the calendar action. looking like? Action, action. Action. <laughs> that is what's necessary. Got, like, yo, people wonder why certain people just, like, have it. That's the it that people are looking for. It's not so much like, oh, this person is this, you know, beautiful, or this person is this whatever, has all this money. No, it's that they have that it, that do it. All about internal. Don't worry about the external. Exactly. Oh, man, guys, I'm feeling it. I'm ready to do some yoga or workout or run a lap or do something. I hope y'all are too. Y'all definitely have to follow and engage, not just follow, but engage with the queen of good vibes, Savannah. Please tell them where they could get to you at. Yes, at my personal account, at Good Vibe Savannah. So all one word, Good Vibe Savannah. Um, and then, of course, for all the yoga, um, at S3 Yoga. Very simple. All right. And we're going to follow both of those. And please please engage right a lot of times we just follow people and let them fall into the fray but please engage trust me that energy and and that that wisdom is super palpable i fit we're we're on zoom and i could feel it in the room so that's how you know how powerful it is um so until next time please say goodbye to to all the good folks that are watching that are listening and uh you guys will see her very very soon all right, say bye, right. Savannah. Thank you so much. All right, Sending guys. Thank you. Listen, y'all stay put. Uh, I have some business to wrap up with y'all after. Uh, Savannah, you stay put. I have some business to wrap up with you. And I'll talk to y'all in a minute. All right, peace. Guys, I don't think there's much more that we can say after that, right? Model, business owner, yoga instructor, all around good person, queen of good vibes savannah stevens y'all please go follow her s3 yoga good vibes savannah she's gonna be such a major player she's going to be a big player so y'all connect with her contact her while you can get to her <laughs> because i really truly do believe that she is going to be a major 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 player in this game well it brings us to the end of this one uh come on guys let's say it think good See good, do good, but as Savannah is doing, most importantly, be good. Peace. Good people, don't forget to follow Finding Good Times at Finding Good Times on all platforms, at Finding Good Times on all available platforms, and of course, FindingGoodTimes.com. Keep following, keep sharing. Keep reposting. Most importantly, keep being good. Love y'all.